Hey fellow Chiluminauts, I know you're expecting MK Ultra Part 2 right now and we are going to be recording it in a few hours actually. But because of some scheduling issues, we weren't able to get the episode up in time for this week. So MK Ultra will be Part 2 will be next weekend right on time, should be out on Monday night like the past few weeks. Um it's my fault that I just had a thing pop up on the day we we're supposed to record and then we rescheduled for the next day. And then I had my mother call me and I just went to go see my mom and take care of some family stuff that just needed to be taken care of. So we ended up having to push the recording back a couple of days and I just want to make sure you guys get your episode out either way. So here's the next episode compilation, not compilation, for you all. Before we get going in today's episode, I just want to thank our continued sponsor, Talkspace. They've been with us for a while now and Talkspace has been great for me and my mental health as well as being a great supporter of Chiluminati. And 2020 is almost over, and yet it still feels like it never ends. So if you're feeling overwhelmed right now, then you're just being human. There's a whole lot to be anxious about with the 24-7 news cycle, the constant pandemic news, politics, even though the, <laughs> the election is over, still completely causing chaos, and now the added layer of the holidays. We need to take care of our mental health and work through our emotions with a licensed therapist. And with Talkspace, you can sign up online or download the app and start therapy the same day with a licensed therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy. Depending on the plan you choose, you can message and schedule live video sessions with your therapist, and you'll pay the same amount every month, so it's just easy to budget. So it's also a good thing that Talkspace is a fraction of the cost of in-person therapy. Instead of waiting for an appointment, you can send unlimited messages to your therapist 24-7, and they'll engage with you daily five days a week. And now Talkspace covers 40 million people for online therapy through their insurance or employer. So find out if you're eligible right now at Talkspace.com slash insurance. As a listener of this podcast, you get $100 off your first month with Talkspace. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com or download the Talkspace app. Make sure you use the code CHILL to get $100 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's code CHILL, C-H-I-L-L, at Talkspace.com. Hello, my little Chaluminots. No. It it works for this one, Jesse. Mm. It's the, it's the it way the you're Minnesota, saying it. Now, uh, granted, it's technically Minisode like episode like 24, but it follows episode 69. So, this is main Chaluminati episode and chill. Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. just the way you're saying things. It's, it's uncomfortable. Love? Chill love minis. is. I don't know that love is the what you're. What I'd say. I feel loved. Thank you. I'm, I feel loved. Alex by it. feels loved. Then I'm doing my job. Hello there. No, that's not. <laughs> See, when I feel I loved already. Wake up in the morning. That's what I want to hear in my ears. Right. Well, Whisper to me. Hello there. From behind my <laughs> neck. All right. <laughs> what? This, uh, this is the this is the mini version of episode sixty nine. It's still gonna have a weird energy. We're still here. This is probably going to air in like December on Christmas Day or some shit, but sorry about that. <laughs> for any, yeah, for everybody else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Alex, take it away. You also, you want you want to be the last one. Also, you want to be like the grand finale. Oh yeah, it's fine. I just I just found a story that has to do with sex. That's all it is. Uh, it this is from TheMirror.co.uk. Here's the headline: Sex cult led by a 77 year old man known only as the Doctor uncovered. In <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> the uh, is in. This sex cult 
It's run by a man called The Doctor, like I just said. It is raided by the police. This was in July. Uh, they had a headquarters in Novara near the city of Milan. He is accused of running the unnamed group. Allegedly, uh, he allegedly subjected young women and minors to sexual acts over the course of 30 years. The cult, the cult has a pyramid structure with the most loyal followers working right underneath the doctor. Uh, That's the only way to make a cult work. Yeah. It has to be pyramid. Top it, down always. It has all the classic things. They venerate their leader like a god. They did his bidding mm-hmm. under threat of social isolation. The classic Does stuff. he have a doomsday? Does he have a doomsday? Do we know? Uh, no, he. I don't think he has a doomsday. It's more of like a sex thing. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the group was run under a form of like Celtic style mysticism where right. women are like persuaded to submit to sexual, sexual abuse. And the idea is that if you have sex with this guy, it will light your inner fire. And that is like what you need to get your shit done. Uh, those in the inner circle were trained in psychology and allegedly helped to identify new women who were like vulnerable to indoctrination. Ugh. And you know, when you sign up, you're asked to like abandon your friends and family Mm-hmm. Um, the doctor is said to have wielded enormous power over his members, deciding who did what work and providing some women with houses. So he's seen as like a benevolent guy to the, to the people Damn. in the cult, that kind of image that he's trying to cultivate for himself. Uh, he also, uh, like has a, like a craft shop, a publishing house, two dance yep. schools that they all, that are all run so by the cult, cult is incredibly successful. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was just like something they uncovered in July. And it's from all over the world these people are coming into this cult uh, through those different ways. And Damn. one alleged victim told the police he decides everything, who you can attend, where you work. He chooses which girl should entertain him if you can or cannot go to our fairy places. Don't know what a fairy place is, uh, but it doesn't seem like it's not a sex thing. There's pictures, <laughs> videos of the of certain members of the cult dancing topless in like sarongs or saris or something like that. Okay. Uh, she added that members were not allowed to say the doctor's name. That's why they call him the doctor. And they haven't said if anybody's been arrested or how many people were involved, but they had been investigating this group for two entire fucking years before they made their move. So damn, pretty, pretty big, pretty big deal. The fact that he has like, like I said, two dance studios and whatnot, and a publishing just like all house. This, That's the crazy a publishing thing. house. My God, I'm sure it's not well, like what I'm imagining, but you know, I'm still. glad they were at least found him out and can hopefully bring him down. And, uh, no, no more of that. I guess I'm gonna, I'm gonna unsexify it a little bit oh, here. Okay, I had a sexy thing. Oh, okay. No, I will, I will, I will wrap up the chill mini with less sexy good, thing. Good, Jesse, good, good. All Take right. us away with some sexiness. Well, as you know, you can trust nothing on the internet. It Fair. is all lies, especially Fair. when it comes to social Episode media. Episode 69 of the Chiluminati podcast. I mean, what? yes. But uh, in a hilarious twist, it was revealed this week. Um, this guy, I guess, was on like a set scout thing. And it was revealed... That, like a location deal? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, that there are studios that rent out spaces to influencers to take photos at. And so like houses and warehouses and shit? All sorts of stuff, yes. And okay. how most of the influencers you see when they talk about their amazing vacation or the amazing house they're in, or all these different things, it's all BS and them Movie just Movie magic? Yes. And what, so it was, what? No it way. was revealed this week and another great example that um, a lot of influencers who are taking photos themselves in private airplanes are oh, in bro. fact on the set of a studio that has built a private airplane interior in indoors. And this guy posted the photos and because he posted the photos, now everyone is retroactively going back and seeing what influencers posted photos of the exact same set. And it turns out many have many. (laughs) That's incredible. Everybody's bow wow in the end. Yeah. Everyone (laughs) is putting all of them on blast is like, you're so fake. Basically, uh, because like everything on the internet, it is all fake and all staged and all of it uh, totally BS. And so all these photos now that are appearing on the internet of like 
gorgeous women and like lingerie, like I'm on my private jet and stuff are actually <laughs> literally just photo shoots, just photo shoots <laughs> on a set in That's Hollywood. Incredible. Just think about that, you fake. fucking asshole. Just think about that. I could probably afford that. Yeah, you know what I mean, absolutely. Like, Thanks to you over at Patreon. Yeah. Well, I mean, just think about that. Like, just think <laughs> just, like think about what you imagine most influencers to be. Even us. Right. Like somebody like me or, or Mathis or Jesse Cox, you, you see us on your TV every day. You think that we're <laughs> fucking millionaires or some shit. Right. It's we're so rich, dude. But that's the what it is. That's, I don't think anyone thinks the three of us are. Dude, people tell <laughs> hey, me that on, shit. Man. People tell me that shit all the time when they're arguing can, with me about politics on Twitter. They're like, you with all your fucking YouTube money. I'm like, you don't know what fucking YouTube money is. I want want someone someone to take Alex's, you with all your YouTube money and just clip you currently in your bedroom. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm fucking saying. You in your bedroom right now. Here's like my bookshelf from when I was fucking eight years old with my comic books on it. And uh, here's my like dirty bed. Like, I I don't know what to tell you. Uh, I don't know, dude. We're living a lavish lifestyle out here, dude. Uh. <laughs> yes, it uh is really funny to see that how much it, it's exploded. I think it was on Reddit. Um but you probably hey, you YouTubers. probably can look it up. Uh. It was on the front page, but uh yeah, they they discovered this whole set. Um it's very similar to uh you know those art installations that open up. It's a huge like the LA ice cream thing. museum. Yeah. A huge LA thing where people go and the whole point is to take photos for your Instagram or whatever. There are gotcha. now spaces in LA that are designed to be rented out for Instagram photography. Uh, we even shot, if you've seen the episode of control, we did for the office. Uh, yeah, the, 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 sh- the, the episode <laughs> of control that we shot for gentlemen's gaming club, uh, we rented out a space and in that space, there was a hospital set. There was an office set. There was mm. uh, a schoolroom set. There was a military yard. So there was all these different sets of just pre-built and you just go there and you, they're like, all right, so what set do you need? Okay. This one will give you the whole floor for X number of dollars and you can have it all day and do whatever you want. And so we used the entire floor to film. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's an LA thing. That's not out this way at all. (laughs) And so, and then they were telling me that a lot of movie studios, they use that rather than try to go on location and try to, we're going to go to an office building and said, they'll just rent a complex that has 15 sets in it. And they'll just like use pieces like corners of each set. And so when we Mm. shot, we used, you know, camera angles to hide everything and it made it look like there were four rooms but it was really just four sets in one space if youtubers just acted as rich as they actually were maybe right. maybe so many people wouldn't want to be fucking youtubers <laughs> <laughs> well it's, it's all about showing off and you know faking it till you make it and pretending that you're important which how is how many conventions how many conventions have you gone to that are like the how to youtube panel and then I, I, I was on one. Oh yeah. my God. I was on one of those panels and John, God, I, I miss him. Saved that panel super hard. Uh, went to this. It was like <laughs> way back in the day. Long story short, me and two other people that were like in the handful of thousands on YouTube, they started a panel, invited me on as a friend. I was like, sure. What's the panel about? And they're like, oh, it's called, um, you know, doing YouTube from hobby to profession. And they were all doing other jobs and YouTube was still their hobby. And I was the only one that had like any, any way to do it. And we get there, one of them drops out and I was just bitching about it to John. John's like, what time is it at? I'll be there. But he just like showed up and he took over the panel. It was one of those where they asked questions like, how do you become a professional YouTuber? I literally one of them was like trying to figure out the secret, but just asking the question slightly differently. I literally have to sit there while kids are sitting there with their parents and be like, do not do this job. I'm poorer (laughs) than your parents. Uh, I'm not doing well. Uh, You don't want to do it. It's pure luck. Uh, I mean, it's skill if you get lucky, but like you got to get lucky. Sorry to dash your dreams. Please do not take this job. It's not a real job. Goodbye. Like that's the I reality. That's the reality. Yep. So we are going to continue to unsexify this mini-sode here real quick. Wait, what's the fucking guy's name? I got to yeah, see what this. happened. Who? What do you mean for me? Who is the guy who po- posts these pictures? Uh... I will. I'm going to go to Reddit right now and try to find you that. Oh my um, God. I want that. I don't <laughs> see 
the guy. Oh, oh, there's a new, there's a new version of it. Look, I'll, I'll send it to you right now. This is posted under the R mildly infuriating tag. This is brand okay. new. Here you go. Here's another version of it. It has been, uh, circulating since yesterday. This again is if you click through uh, yeah. the photos, it shows one woman, then another woman, and then this is the set. <laughs> That's incredible. And literally, oh. one angle of the set is just like a shitty couch and like a door to it. <laughs> I love it. Oh, my God. It's so, oh, man. Yeah. Oh. Who else is catching flights, not feelings this Valentine's Day? That's incredible. <laughs> the crazy oh, part my is, God. The fucking door, dude. Yeah. Is this the movie set they used in the Amazon movie with the Lawrence brothers that just came out? I'm letting you know it's quite possible. What's even funnier is that the photo of the who else is catching flights, not feelings. 277,000 likes on that. Oh, yeah. It worked. It worked. Yeah. What, you are, know, you, like, what are you fucking liking? What are you liking? Uh, a girl in lingerie I, sitting on a chair. I what's guess. Crazy, but- what's crazy about it? What's even crazier about it is. Let me ask you a question. When you look at this photo, gentlemen, just think As about someone it. Someone who's traveled. Think about not just just in general. Just think about this. Catching flights, not feelings. I get the pun, but yeah. who is traveling in this manner? Let oh, alone well. <laughs> sprinkling a rose prince? petals all yeah, over the, the fu- like. It, yeah. This is not how anyone has ever traveled. Like no one yeah, travels Dubai this way. Billionaire, yeah. Like <laughs> only. Yeah, yeah. She's wearing like knee-high there? stockings and like lingerie. No one has rose ever petals. traveled this way. It doesn't. No one's. No one's in their photo. <laughs> no, but you know what? I kind of want to now. I want to see you in lingerie too. All I'm, I'm saying, saying is, I would, I'd rock it. Be a little critical of things you see on the internet and don't be trust a lot people critical, maybe. of, uh, you know, most people are full of it and only showing you parts of a, of a full story. So that's my lesson to you. My lesson's different. Oh, boy. France horse mutilations. What? Hey! Police re- Just kidding. <laughs> happening over France right now. This is true. They had a suspect, but they ended up releasing him because his alibi was on point and they don't know what's going on. This comes from BBC.com from September 8th. French police have released a suspect detained during an investigation into a series of horse mutilations across the country in recent months. Uh, Basically, what's happening out there is there are a bunch of horses that are being killed. Their genitals are being removed and they're being mutilated in some way. Body parts cut off and killed. They thought they had a guy, uh, a 50-year-old, they believed ha- who, who was the one that did it. They had like a sketch of this guy. And uh, unfortunately for, for them, or maybe fortunately for the man, he was not it. Police do not know why the horses are being targeted. They also do not know whether it is the work of one person or if initial attacks have inspired copycat horse killings. The suspect was detained on Monday morning in the town of Namsheim near the German border, but was released hours later after his alibi was confirmed by police. Analysis of his mobile phone records also indicate he was not in the Yone area where the horses were being killed at the time of the 24th of August attack. That's right. The aliens, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> have moved over to the horses. No. Nope. Look, in France, you got to class it up a little bit. You got to have a nicer cheese. That's you have to have a nicer wine. And, you know, you move away from beef and you try, uh, you know, you try things that you never tried before. It's been happening all year. Dozens of horses have been killed and maimed. They cannot figure out who it is, why it's being done. And the only evidence that they have had so far, at least sighting so far, is what they consider lamp lights out in the metal at like 1 a.m. Little bobbing lamp lights that they see people, uh, they, they assume are people trying to murder the horses. It's been happening all year round and they can't figure it out. Aliens. That is fucking crazy. That's it. Had to bring the sexy down a little bit. That's a little. That's I mean, mini. if you're an alien, it's sexy, right? I mean, well, they're taking the genitals, right? It fits. Yeah, it fits. The, the genitals are being removed with the horse. It fits post-69, you know, that post-coital bliss feeling. You love it. You and love uh, you get brought back to reality. You get brought back to reality. Some people say this podcast is a little too gross for their tastes, and I say, pshaw. Exactly. Pshaw, indeed. Who says Thanks for this? listening, everybody. Are they going to say it now? So Trump's tax returns what? just dropped, so uh, <laughs> go check those out. Peace out. Yeah. Yeah. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. That's right, Alex and or Jesse. Hang on a moment while I take our audience over here and speak with them. 
just for a minute and tell them thank you for Keeps for sponsoring this video. Okay, we're away. Hey, guys, I know. Listen, I know two out of three guys are going to be experiencing some form of male pattern baldness by the time we all hit 35. The best way to prevent hair loss is to get ahead of the game and uh, take care of it before all the hair is gone. Before, you used to have to go to the doctor's office for your hair loss prescription, but now, thanks to Keeps, you can visit a doctor online and get hair loss medication delivered right to your home. They make it easy and deliver your medication every three months, so you can say goodbye to pharmacy checkout lines and awkward doctor visits. Keeps also offers generic versions of the only two FDA-approved hair loss products out there. You may have tried them before, but probably never for this price. Find out why Keeps has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors and more than 100,000 men trust Keeps for their hair loss prevention medication. Keeps treatment started at just 10 bucks a month. Plus, for a limited time, you can get your first month for free. If you're ready to take action in your own hands and take your own hair and put it back onto your scalp, go to Keeps.com chill to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash chill. Keeps.com slash chill chill all right let's go rejoin the boys hello my little chill minis Stop, little no mm, wow. you could have just said hello you didn't have to no, lean into the man. microphone what do you think about chili billies chili billies chili billies i think people like chili minots and honestly i'm chili willy i'm frozen through and through remember that remember that penguin <laughs> yes. yeah the little penguin with a hat yeah, yeah i know no. him he makes me want to eat ice cream Mm-hmm. or a, what, I, what kind he, of ice cream i don't know like a little uh like one of those kind where you bite it and it like cracks like a magnum mm, bar klondike mm. yeah uh mm. i don't it, 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 does he have something to do with some type of f- frozen meal or is there just another I mean, penguin, there was penguin kid, pops. kids cuisine yeah kids cuisine it's not oh, it's not chili willy no, that's just a, another penguin. It's just another yeah, penguin. He's got like a little hat on. Yeah. That's, that's Frozen Fred or something. Frozen, frozen Fred. Fred. Kid Cuisine. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Let's get to the <laughs> You got this. time to look it up. I hope you all are, had a great time. This is, uh, you're going to get a double dose of mini soaps today. We love you. Uh, I don't know. All I know of what Alex might have is he watched the video and he said, ooh, that's spooky. It spooked me. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's that it. type and of I don't spook. know if Jesse brought anything either. I don't so. know what that means. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Okay, you guys need to look up the Kid Cuisine penguin because he looks fucking weird, dude. <laughs> he's like in a redesign? To everyone in general, he just looks fucking weird. I don't know. I don't like him. Kid Cuisine penguin. He looks a little oh, emaciated. He's like all... He looks a little emaciated. Yeah, that's a different design, I think. Yeah, he kind of looks like Daffy Duck. Yeah, a little bit. Ooh. Yeah. It's actually kind of spooky. Yeah, but it's not as spooky as my my story this week. Yeah, what'd you bring to us today, Alex? Yeah. So <coughs> have you guys heard <coughs> of the Netflix documentary that just came out recently, American Murder, The Family Next Door? No. no. It's like this like really awful like story. This guy strangled his wife who was pregnant. He like killed his two like young kids, hid their bodies in an oil drum, buried his wife. It's like totally terrible murder right but some dude was watching the actual documentary uh and uh this I guy, you say some dude watched the actual murder happen and no. i was like what well, it's it's a pretty weird story so there is a scene early in the movie where there's like a body cam i haven't seen this by the way i haven't seen the documentary i just i've just seen this new story so i don't know whether it's a good doc or not but there is a scene where they're like at this woman's house, uh, the missing woman, and uh, it's it's uh, the husband who like did all this, right? And yeah. he's talking to the cops, and the cops have body cameras on, okay? Uh, and so this is after he's already done all his killing. Yeah. And I just want you to look at 33 seconds in this video oh, right here. So, you know, give yourself a little lead time on it. Go to, you know, 30 seconds or so. All right. And then you tell me what you see, because I think that looks pretty damn good. And you guys can you guys can look and, and, and I, you know, I'll put the link in the uh, I'll put the link in the subreddit if you guys want to see it. What am I looking for here? At 33 seconds, there is a shot where you almost see into this other room where there's yeah, with a kid. Yes, except if you remember what I just said. Yeah, the kid's supposed to be dead. The kids are dead at this point. Oh, that's creepy. Okay. Yeah. They're not supposed to be dead. They are dead. 
Yeah, the kids are dead. They are they're dead in an oil drum somewhere else. Is right that? Now. It is moving though. Yeah, man. It is. I don't know. So I'm looking at it. I paused at 34 seconds. Yeah, and it, it looks like I guess you could say that that is a young girl with. A I mean, pink to me, top. it looks to me it looks very much more like a little girl than than most things like this. I would say. Sure, I mean, because it has like legs, and it looks like it has legs and stuff. Also, it could just be uh, like a you know a weird trick of the the light. It's true, Uh, but here is another here is another clip. Uh, If you go to this clip at the ten second mark, you can hear a child laughing. Oh God! In this one, I'm waiting for it. And and. This was like a viral thing on YouTube. Go back before we go to this one. Yeah. Um, go back to the previous video. Yeah, yeah. And go to 40 seconds and just click play and only watch the door. You'll see that there's someone just there's literally a person in there moving back and forth. Oh, yeah, somebody around the corner. They peek around the corner. There's literally a person there. Dude. At 48 seconds, somebody peeks around the corner. Yeah, I yeah, totally see it. I mean, but I feel like that's actually literally a person who was just asked not that's, to be in the that's shot. That's a small person. That's, that's a like, little person. Yeah, it's definitely They're, they're a kid. lower than the light switch. You can see the light switch on the wall. Yeah, yeah it's that's definitely like a, a it's young definitely girl. A kid. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so there's that clip that has those things in it. And you can go and you can look at this other clip and you can hear this kid laugh at 10 seconds. Um, but there it is might some actually confusion. just be a kid though. <laughs> right. And, and there is, there is a woman who is the neighbor who does have a kid. Uh, but it's not clear whether or not her kid is present at this house, uh, but they're neighbors. So who knows? Huh. But it seems weird that while they're on a crime scene, that this woman would let her kid go in and like play with the kids toys and stuff like that. Because, you know, that's just not, I don't I know. Mean, <laughs> it's not appropriate to bring your kid to a missing person's house. I mean, what are you going to do, though? Leave your kid at home? So apparently yeah. the woman in the video who's talking to the cop is the neighbor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. woman in so green. I guess. The woman in green yeah. is the neighbor, and it's possible that it's her kid. But it just is. I, I don't it's know. creepy. She lives way. right next door. It's not that crazy to leave your kid. Like, yeah, no, it's creepy. Yeah, I just I think like. It's it's a creepy little story. It's worth giving a look. And if you guys want to go watch this video, yeah, for sure. Yeah, if you guys want to go take a look at this, I will post these links in the um, Chiluminati subreddit. And today I should let you know, because probably a lot of you are going to be listening to this on the other side after the Civil War starts. Uh, we're going to be. <laughs> so this is going to be Sunday, October 11th. Uh, so if you go back and you look on Sunday, October 11th, you will see my links for these videos. There you go. And I hope you guys are all staying safe out there. Please do. Please be safe for. Uh, well, I'm going to do something a little different for the minis because uh, we get a lot more stories than we can get through. Even when we do reader stories and I'm trying to get through like some good ones. Like there's just too many good ones for us to get through. So I decided why not on the minisodes drop like one story every so often. I dig it. And that's what we're going to do. So that's what we're going to do for this one. And this one I got in, the, in our email um, a couple days ago, actually. And I read it. And it came with a picture. The picture I'm not going to share with publicly um, because it's a house, a somebody's house. Will you link um, it? Just know, Will you link it to me so I can see? Yeah, I'll send you the picture and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Um, the after, but let me read this. This is simply called "My Men in Black Experience from 2018." Okay, I love the story. I am a skeptic by heart, but during the summer and fall of 2018, I saw unexplainable phenomena happen in the town that I live in, uh, Tuttle, Oklahoma. To preface this, I do not do drugs, nor was I doing drugs while these events happened. It all started around May, and I would go for walks up and down my driveway at night, as it was rather cool outside. I did these walks like clockwork. I would start around 8 p.m. when the sun had just set, and the horizon was a dark blue. Because I live in the country, the stars are very vibrant and the sky is very dark, which makes seeing lights moving in the sky very easy to, uh, and easy to point towards airplanes, helicopters, or the satellites that you see. You know, one of those little for sure looks like stars moving. Yeah. However, the lights I would see were clearly none of those in nature. My first walk, I saw a bright green streak flash through the sky at a very low altitude, and it was moving faster than any aircraft I have ever heard or seen. 
I listen to music on every walk, rocking some sick-ass earbuds with a nice deep bass boost to them. There was a loud crack, which I could hear despite me listening to music. And as I looked up, there was a bright green streak going from the east and heading west. A few hours later, the same green streak came again, this time going from the north and heading east. As a skeptic, I blew it off as an aircraft going to and from Tinker Air Force Base. This is very classic UFO vibes to me, though. Oh, yeah. Huge. And of course, them being in Oklahoma, it's kind of like UFO, the UFO band. Right. Um, the only weird thing that happened other than the light was every time the crack would happen, my earbuds and phone would go haywire. Like there was a continuous feedback loop going through them. Okay. The next night. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, no, I just, I interference. It's interesting. I, yes. I'm, weird I'm with interference you. every yeah, time. Yeah. The next night, the same thing happened. However, there were now two different streaks of color. A red streak came through the sky first, going south to north, immediately followed by a green streak going east to west like clockwork. Each time I would see a streak, there would be a loud crack similar to thunder or that of a distant explosion. The green streak repeated the same as the night before, east to west, then north to east. However, the red streak came back going west to east. This kept up for months leading up to the September of 2018 when a loud rumble happened right before one of my walks. It was said to be a small earthquake and was no big deal. I went to go for my walk and after stepping outside, I noticed a glowing yellowish orange light in the distance. It was coming from a close neighbor who lives at least 50 to 100 acres of land away. Two military helicopters then flew, fly by at a low altitude, almost as if surveying the area. My rational brain immediately jumped to that there was a fire. However, shit got real weird when two black Chevy Tahoes parked up in the roundabout in the neighborhood in front of my house. Okay. They sat there, headlights fixed on me the entire duration of my walk. After an hour, the light in the distance went out, similar to someone flipping a light switch. I took a photo right before the lights went out because to be honest, the picture looked pretty cool for an Instagram post. It's attached in this email. So he took the picture of the lights that showed up before the cars rolled up right after. And while I'll tell you, it looks like it looks like there's it's his house. And then behind it, there's like fog and it looks like almost smoke. And there's a great bright, like reddish orange light coming from somewhere over the horizon on like the ground. And it's clearly nighttime. Love that. Again, I'll send these over. Um, so right. Uh, so until so we took a photo of it right after taking a photo of the light, the door to one of the Tahoes opened and both of the brights, uh, bright lights from the cars came on. The man gets close enough for me to see a body, but not close enough to make out facial features. I could, however, tell that this man was completely bald and had a very pale complexion. He was wearing a black button-up shirt, a red tie, black slack, slacks, and dress shoes. He asked me what I was doing out so late and why I was pacing up and down my driveway. I told him that I walked every night from 8 p.m. to roughly 10.30 to 11. His voice was very monotone and, and very stern. He then asked if I had seen anything pertaining to the light in the distance. I informed him that the light was glowing before I'd gone outside. He then stood for roughly a minute not saying anything. I assumed he might have been a police officer looking for information. However, his next question was, why did you take a photo of the light? I told him I post photos on Instagram of various landscapes and that the photo would look perfect on my page. He asked to see the photo and I got defensive telling him that I had not violated any laws as I was on as I was on my property and it is not illegal to take photos. He then repeated the question in which I said I did not feel comfortable handing him my phone. He then said, we know what you saw. If you mention this to anyone, we know where you live. Immediately, I turn around and run up my driveway, extremely fucking freaked out. I thought it was just a fire or some shit, but after that, my mind started racing. The two SUVs sat in the neighborhood watching my house until roughly midnight. I skipped my walks for about a week and a half, the, entire, the entirety of the time, minus one day, an SUV would park in the neighborhood in front of me from 8 p.m. to midnight every day watching my house. The day before I went for my walk, the car did not park in the neighborhood. I assumed that whatever happened was done with and decided to go for a walk. That night, I took my walk, the same thing as the night that I went for my walk when whatever happened, happened again. Two black Chevy Tahoes parked in my neighborhood watching me. I immediately start panicking, but right as I do, a loud crack and a green light flashes through the sky, followed by the red. Jesus. As I look, as I look back down, the car, doors, the car door opens and a different man approaches me, telling me that what I saw the week prior was a fire that happened in a nearby field. This man also bald in a black suit with a blue tie, monotone, 
but his voice was slightly softer. He then said that the lights I was seeing in the sky were nothing more than airplanes. The thing that weirded me out was that he said my full name, first, middle, and last, and said, no one will ever believe you if you talk. We're done. Have a pleasant evening. He walked back to the SUV and they left. Since then, I quit going for my nightly walks. I know this sounds far-fetched, but that shit was genuinely creepy as fuck. I don't give a fuck about fame and genuinely don't care if people believe me or not. This shit was just too weird not to share. I did not call the police for this, mainly because I thought the men I spoke with were cops to begin with. If you guys can do more research and see if anyone else out there reported shit like this, or if there were any accounts of strange lights in the sky during the summer or fall of 2018, I would really appreciate it. I ultimately just want clarity on what the fuck happened. Thank you for your time. That is some wild shit right there. Yes, sir. And that is the story. What up? But Jesse, you believe in men in black now? Um, no, but it was a good story. <laughs> Admittedly, fun story. Do I believe? Not at all. Hearing from all somebody right. who like has something happen to them is always a little bit more believable to me, but it's Oh, let me uh yeah, let me send off the pictures here. I'm just gonna forward this email over to your emails and uh you'll see the pictures. Uh there we go, and there we go. Okay. Sent. Let's give it a look. Let's see what's going on here. Okay, he has two pictures there of the lights that he could see behind his house and a picture of the trail, his driveway that he walked up and down. I'm not getting this email from you. It's going to be from the Chiluminati pot email. Okay. If that doesn't oh, work, yeah, no, I will it's just here. No, it's here. It's here. Okay, you got it? Yeah, my computer's just dumb. Okay. <laughs> So if yeah, if you like, just again, I was explaining it. It just looks like a fire behind a house, like a, like a, a, a dim glow, like a not dim, a bright glow of like orange and red. You want to know something creepy? Yeah, I do. There's no images attached to this email. Okay, well, uh, I I'm think just you sent it without attaching the images. I'm an idiot. That's fine. I'll just download. It makes it even I more it was like, creepy. I thought it was like the government like de- like took them away and deleted them before they got to me. <laughs> I, I kind of prefer that, but uh, because then I would make that would make me it, it even more real. And then we know we have something genuine uh, on our hands. I will right, say, I'm just going to manually attach these. I, I, boom, I, I boom. will say also that it's it's good. Like it's it bodes well for a story when the person who tells the story is not trying to put their name out there. And in this case, this person obviously wants to remain anonymous. Yep. Uh, and, you know, I think that's I think that's interesting. You know, I mean, I guess there is this like idea that you can start an urban legend or something like that. But like I, I you know, when somebody's not trying to get famous off something, I kind of like tend to trust it a little more too. Yeah. Agreed. Did you get the pictures? Yes. Oh, okay, yes, I did. Wow, this is some dramatic shit. This looks like photo mode from Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> you can see why he put it he said they're they're also on his Instagram still, like from when he took them. But why so, would but why would why would somebody come tell you that there was a fire in the next field over if it was a fire? You know what I mean? Right. Uh, this, the whole encounter with the men in black is kind of typical men in black encounter where they watch you, they demand to see what evidence you have, they stay vague, they don't identify who they're with, and then they threaten you. Or vaguely threaten you. Yeah, it's wild shit. Yeah, it's nuts. So that's it. That's our stories for this chill mini. Jesse, Whoa. if you have one, you got Whoa. one. Do you want to hold on to it to the next one? Or do you want to give it I now? Have two. What? Whoa. Okay, you got two. I didn't know. Just because y'all be running long thinking you running long. Okay. Wow. This is the benefit. No, no, no. Take wow. it away, Just because my benefit. story doesn't involve spooks and specters doesn't make. Wow. Wow. Show us your non-spooks specters. Wow. Well, this is an important real story because it really happened. Uh, September 25th, 2020. Three railroad workers in New York have been suspended for turning a storage room under New York's Grand Central Terminal into an unauthorized man cave. Yo, uh, these boys are my heroes. With a television, <laughs> a refrigerator, a microwave, a futon couch, and more officials said Thursday. A metropolitan. You know these yeah. people don't get paid enough. Take it back. Take it back from the man, dude. A metropolitan transport 30 investigation found that managers of the Metro North Railroad were unaware of the hideaway between uh, <laughs> beneath track 114. 
Many New Yorkers fantasize about kicking back with a cold one and prime piece of Manhattan real estate, especially <laughs> one close to good transportation, Inspector General Carolyn Pukorny said. But few would have the chutzpah to commandeer a secret room beneath Grand Central Terminal. Three Metro employees, a wireman, a carpenter, an electrical foreman, which, by the way, sound like exactly the team to pull this off. The guys, yeah, I think those are the guys that are in the bathtub. Uh, in, uh, in the nursery rhyme <laughs> together. <laughs> we're suspended without pay pending disciplinary hearings. The investigation began after the MTA's office uh, received an anonymous tip in February 2019 alleging, which, by the way, I like that it took a year to, to, for them to like find this. That's uh, great. They had a great year of kicking back and enjoying the Alleging that there pandemic. was a man cave hidden somewhere under Grand, Grand Central. And when they found it, the reason why they couldn't find it is it had secret wooden cabinets designed to conceal the TV and futon and make it look <laughs> like a normal storage room. That's so good. Railroad, I'm this, so my favorite jealous. part of this whole thing is railroad officials said the space presented a fire hazard because rescue workers would have had a hard time accessing the unmapped room. So that's why they were able to shut it down. <laughs> it's a technicality. That's- <laughs> that's incredible oh that's so good i'm so mad i've never been able to do something like that the amount of times i've fantasized about hiding away somewhere and just turning it into my own private little hangout or suite mm. did you see that video that it. was going around that was like some construction worker guy and he did like a prank where he like put a, a t-shirt on a skeleton and wrote best hide and seek 2020 and like stuck it in a wall that he was building oh that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> that's so good uh well thank you jesse and thank you alex and thank you emailer for that fantastic men in black story uh we will be back next well oh you'll get another one immediately i was gonna say next week but this is a doubler for for everybody on patreon we owe you one so we'll be back in a few minutes or instantaneously for you we'll see you next time bye goodbye hello my little chiluminots they know know. you literally we just were here you should right, do. Now you should do a one. reader stories ASMR. Ooh, just right into the microphone like that. Yeah, and all yeah, like yeah. Awkwardly, awkwardly paced. And Welcome then I realized me. I was a number. <laughs> <laughs> I was the result of an equation as I watched myself 3D print in front of me. <laughs> Hello, everybody. We're back. We missed you. Uh, I don't know what Jesse's got. I don't know what Alex has got. Um, who wants to take it away for the first one? I mean, uh, mine, mine's a little silly. Mine's, Mine is also you know, a little my story, silly. The story I'm, I'm reading <clears throat> is called I Had a Teenage Doppelganger. I want to hear it. Maybe we so. save the best for last. All right. We'll do that. That last. feels like a best for last scenario. Okay. What do you got, Jesse? Well, let me tell you. Mine is a, it's a little bit of a setup. Um, okay. A former Austin Public Library employee has been arrested for stealing over $1.3 million. And you're probably saying to yourself, how did someone steal $1.3 million from a library? Well, like a book, late fees. According to the investigation, Randall Whited kept countless spreadsheets detailing all of his dealings and was caught on security footage moving his wares throughout the library. Apparently, he was operating a smuggling ring within the library ordering product online and selling it in the library's off hours. It was due to the library's poor practices and procedures that he wasn't caught for years and it's terrible record keeping that he was able to steal so much money from the library. How is that stealing from the library? He's like muscling in on the, here we, this is it. His scheme (laughs) was to use the library's credit card and over a course of 12 years, purchase $1.5 million worth of printer ink, then resell it cheaper than store prices at the library to locals. His final take was $1.3 million. He used credit card also to make purchases like $15,000 in consumer electronics and video games. All these yeah, things. Brother. He did Gamer. all these things. And <laughs> the library had no clue because he also ran the books. But he fudged everything, and so he ran the books on his own, like people who to sell to really well. So that's how I found him because he had like loads of paperwork of who he was selling stuff to. Why oh, would my- he keep that? What would he? What would even be the point of keeping that? 
so he could like resell to them. He he would keep selling to them ink and toner because he could buy it with the library, not have any costs, and then sell it super cheap and make a profit. And so My he did God. that, and he was booked and arrested on September 22nd. Listen, He's gamers, b- keep your notes on your phone, okay? Right. Listen, this sounds like me in another universe where I didn't get caught and fired for stealing. This is when I was you didn't steal one point three million dollars worth of toner and ink. No, I was I was caught well before I got there. (laughs) This is like the kid who buys the big box of sour uh, sour belts and then takes like five of them and then puts them in a baggie (laughs) and sells them for a dollar on the playground. Yeah, yeah. This is that guy just grown up. You you call it like getting scammed? We call it capitalism here in America, baby. That's yeah, no, there's no, no crimes you, here. <laughs> no crimes here, dude. No crimes yeah, in America. That's taxpayer money, one point five million dollars in community funds. Oh yeah. Then how come the president can do it? <laughs> 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 I, uh, it hurts because <laughs> it's <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, partial heroes, these people. That's great. That's great. Criminals, absolutely, definitely need to be thrown in jail. But also, this is go, like dudes. Romeo and Juliet. You can't ask me to be mad at a gamer. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> I can be mad at gamers. We gamers, of, we gamers have to stick together. We have to we rise have to, up together. Yeah. Gamers, rise up. All right, uh, Alex, what do you got? So this is a New York Times story about <laughs> it's called quarantining with a ghost. It's scary. Uh, <laughs> this is this is. This, <laughs> This is from May. So this was, you know, a little bit scarier of a time, I I would say. Now we are all sort of like accustomed to the horrible way that we have to live. But at this point, people were still not over the fact that we had to actually do this. Uh, And uh, this guy, Adrian, uh, lived with his partner in L.A. uh, And they had a couple days sheltering in place. No big deal. They were doing the stuff that we all do. Bake shitty bread that looks delicious try and do your job, take a walk and like get really scared every time you walk past someone, all the basic stuff, some sort of house project, right? Yeah, I have those. But then one night, uh, the the doorknob began to rattle, quote, vigorously, um, <laughs> to the point that he was in a different room and he was hearing the doorknob rattle, right? Which is like, that's a pretty loud rattle for a doorknob. Yeah. Uh, and in mid-April, Adrian was in bed and the window shade started shaking against the frame, even though the window was completely closed. So so that's another like sort of piece of activity. Uh, His cats were not near the window. His cats can't reach the doorknobs. Uh, Nothing was behind it. There was no earthquake. Uh, He said he was hidden under the comforter, like afraid of it because he didn't understand what was happening. Uh, But uh his partner didn't notice anything, uh, and now they can hear uh, footsteps above them. And the funny thing about this article is that it's just framed as like being trapped with a ghost, which is really funny. Uh, but there's but there's also a quote from him that said, "I'm a fairly rational person. Uh, I try to think what are the reasonable, tangible things that could be causing this." But when I don't have those answers, I start to think maybe something else is going on. <laughs> and I'm like, why did you even talk? Why did you even put that in the article? Uh, but, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, basically now he's home. He's got his Zoom calls and all his weird shit, but also like shadow people and all this stuff. And and uh, the, the, the newspaper, the newspaper article actually says free floating full torso vaporous apparitions. Which, Yo, that's like the holy grail of any haunting is to have fucking full ass apparitions, right. dude. But that's also literally a quote from the Ghostbusters. So I don't I don't <laughs> know. Uh, but there's but there's other people. So there's there's another there's there's more stories here. There's like many stories of people who are stuck with ghosts during during a haunting. But I mean, like, never, how many of these I do you want to hear of that? Yeah, like these are this is a great idea. Typically, give me, give me another hit me. Hit me again. Yeah, typically these things happen like in the middle of the night when you're not really paying attention or while you're gone, you'll notice like something has moved, but now you can't go now anywhere. Everybody's stuck places. So uh, now let's talk about Patrick from New York, uh, who went, uh, to Western mass, uh, for like an Airbnb cottage style experience. Um, he woke up at 3 AM cause he wanted some water. And when he walked into the kitchen, he said he saw a man in a world war two era, 
military uniform and cap sitting at the table. And he just sort of like walked in and saw the guy there and like went on with what he was doing. And then he was like, wait, what the fuck? A ghost? Uh, yeah. Wait, like, what? Why would you keep? Why would you keep it's going? Almost like, it's almost like he didn't. He's it, it's almost like he didn't really like realize what he was looking at for a second. Like, you know, when you're like, OK, yeah, here's uh, I'm in my room. Like when I saw Jesus when I woke up that one time. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. Like, it's just like when you're like, OK, here's like, yeah, my bed, my room, uh, a dark figure behind the curtain. And this. Oh, wait, a dark figure behind the curtain. You know, like <laughs> you do like that double take. But when he did. <laughs> <laughs> and he like looked again there was nothing there it was almost like the double take erased it and the ghost noticed that he was being seen and he disappeared uh but unfortunately it's hard to believe this story because this guy hosts a podcast called true crime obsessed wow um, so i don't know mm-hmm. how like there is this oh, other no that means if we ever have any experience ever, no one will ever believe you. I already pre don't believe you, so we're good. <laughs> no, that's not fair. You can't do that. Here's the deal. Here's, all you have you. to do, all you have to do, is really document it. No bullshit cell phone footage. Okay, but what if it's like me outside on the porch with a sigil, and I'm trying to perform a ritual with by a like sigil? jerking off onto the sigil? And to make an alien UFO appear and my phone's nowhere nearby and then it works. Just don't upload that video because I think we'll probably. Well, we could go like red tube or whatever. That's <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, so that's how chaos magic works, by the way. Is we'll red cover tube chaos still magic. Around? We'll cover that one. Uh, I don't know. Is that's a real around? mystery. What happened to red tube? It's probably still around. I don't know. It's got to be. Uh, but yeah, I mean, basically hauntings are up is the idea. Hauntings are hauntings gen- up. Or are they just being noticed more? That's what I'm saying. Like haunting reports are like insanely up five to 10 per week uh, are being reported into like agencies that track that type of shit. I think it's the same with UFO sightings. I think UFO UFO sightings have skyrocketed since people have been stuck at home. The interesting thing is that the same thing happened uh, when everybody was hunkering down for Y2K. Everybody started seeing aliens. Everybody started having poltergeist activity. Everybody started seeing ghosts in their houses. Uh, so maybe it just has to do with the fact that we're all really fucking scared of the next couple of weeks. Uh, but also, maybe. you know, just to, I, at the time, you know, early pandemic, you know, it's obviously a heightened stress scenario. Like you're not necessarily sure somebody's not going to like, you know, start acting crazy in your neighborhood. You right. never know. Yeah. Uh, and so. You know, I feel like maybe you're just on edge more. And so you're more willing to like notice, notice Dude, things. I was hoping I was out the other night on my porch, as you do, enjoying a nice, relaxing, good night uh, smoke sesh. And I heard something coming out of the woods and it sounded like like slow walking. It sounded like something bipedal. And I got close. like I walked up halfway through. I didn't want to get too close. And I stayed on like the parking lot and I could hear it getting closer and closer. And it literally sounded like like footsteps. And as it, as this, like you could see movement, a goddamn waddling fat fucking skunk who was moving so fucking slowly. It sounded like footsteps came out, saw me and like immediately got scared. And I just fucking booked it. I was like, I don't want to get sprayed. I'm good. Have you ever been sprayed by hoping. a skunk? No. Terrible. Mm-mm. No, thank you. I'm good. Tommy Pickles. Grandma had to wash me off in borscht to uh, get off. <laughs> good old Tommy Pickles. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to, I'm going to talk about one more story really quick. Just yeah, because give us a third, just because, uh, this is a funny one because like if you have a dog or you have something like that, um, like like any kind of pet during the pandemic and you're somebody who's suddenly home all the time, you mm. might notice that your animal like starts to behave a little differently. Right. So that's yep. like a thing. But in this case, this woman, Janie, believes that she has been haunted since college by a ghost that she refers to as Matthew in order to encourage him to be Bible-y. Uh, according to her please be holy if i just name you after one of the apostles according to her that's literally what it is and the main thing that this thing does is is run up and down her stairs at night uh and her husband is also very on board he says it's not like a cat it's like a person running loudly with no fear of being heard or anything like that uh, but apparently around the time that they started self-isolating, like halfway through March or so, uh, the 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 husband started using the guest bathroom more because 
like his wife started taking night shifts during the pandemic. Oh, no, thank you. Uh, and so she wanted to be able to sleep without him waking up and, and in the morning and like disturbing her while she's trying to get her like post like COVID frontline sleep. Right. Yeah. But turns out the ghost is like getting, he's not able to handle <clears throat> the change in the scenario. So, he, oh, no. so he has a, he says that three separate times while he was showering, uh, the, the, uh, he'd reach out for the, to, while he's in the shower and see that the hot water nozzle on the shower has been turned off. So the <laughs> ghost is literally like, water? yeah, like, like trying to get it, like trying to get him out of the bathroom <laughs> by uh, turning off his water. That's kind of adorable. I don't know why they're putting this whole story around it. Like, like it's like, it's like, you know, Oh, he's he's upset because we're doing this because literally all all the story is, is that like three times the hot yeah. water was turned off. But like, <laughs> I don't know. And put whatever meaning behind it as you will, yeah. I guess. And there's a couple more stories here, but I mean, they're all basically the same thing. I just think it's interesting to think about that. Like we're all quarantined and that means that we if we're quarantined, we're stuck in here with our ghosts, which I it think reminds is me. It reminds me of story. My, my nanny, my nanny's one that passed recently. She hasn't haunted me yet. Thank you, nanny. I appreciate it. Very, um, very chill. She was a hundred. So she was like, you know, she was born way long time ago. And, uh, she, uh, she tells us, she used to tell a story all the time of when she was a kid, maybe like 10 or 11, her and her sister would sleep in the same bed. Cause it's all they had room for. And every time they would wax the floors, they would have at night, what sounded like a child running up to the wax floor, jump and slide, and then slam into their dresser. And it would happen over and over again. And then at night they said they could feel something. It sounded like it felt like an animal or a child climb onto their bed and make like an indent at the bottom and just like settle and then disappear. Yeah. It happened multiple times. It's crazy. It's cool. It's, it's cool such story. a, it's such a little thing, but anything is, obs- yeah, yeah, it's anything is scary. It is. Jesse, what'd you bring us this time around? What? I went first. Shit, did you go first? Yeah. Did I get lost in the ghosts and got confused you that you went first? Are, this is what happens when you run more than you more, run more than yeah, one. I can't. This is what I happens can't. when you buy a printer ink at a fucking library, dude. It's, right, yeah, yeah, the library. Right, that's right. The smuggling ring of library ink. Well, then I'm bringing you another reader story by Reddit user Camboggs titled, I had a teenage doppelganger. He's new to the podcast, he says. He says he's been loving every minute of it, and it's the best thing on Spotify right now. You know what? Is that true? I agree with you. That's true. That's what Suck he, it, he thinks. <laughs> I was a sophomore or junior in high school, and I was taking this girl on our first date at the mall. We were kids, and it was the late 80s, so yeah. So we're sitting on the bench in there talking. I should also probably mention that the girl that I was on a date with, I had known for a while as a friend. Uh, if not, she would have never believed me. But I was approached by two dime pieces I love that. The language in this story is great, by the way. Two dime pieces? Who is this guy? Time pieces <laughs> who I had never seen before yet knew my name, claiming that they met and talked to me at a party a couple of days earlier. Jimmy at C a guy's vibes. house. I at a guy's house I didn't know. What kind of vibes? Jimmy C vibes. Jimmy C vibes. A little Jimmy C vibes. Yo, can we please break and talk about all the digging everybody did about the Utopia vehicle? And that it actually exists. It's yeah. in the state and it's the same make and model that was in the story. And that other people have come forward and have had other like experiences with it. That's so weird. I yeah. just want everybody to know that. Okay. It's, anyway, it's a, uh, it's always a little, it's always a little exciting when the bullshit story has a true detail in it. Yeah. One that can be tracked. And yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so these two girls, these two dime pieces, hey, these two dime pieces, right? They came up to me after a party that I wasn't at. In fact, they were quite adamant about it. Still to this day, I do not know who they were, who they were talking about. And fortunately, the girl I was with just grinned and chalked it up to that we were not officially dating yet uh, when this supposedly happened. But I did have friends as witnesses that agreed I was not participating in the supposed party at the time uh, that this was apparently going on. I mean, I partied in high school, but not that hard yet to where I would have lost track of my location. That was the story that still boggles my mind to this day. But still, there was another story that also happened in high school around the same age. We had a bank directly across from the high school about 200 yards or so away. I don't remember the name of it. It's not important, really. 
One day I was leaving school and an acquaintance we just knew we just knew each other, not really a friend, came up to me in the parking lot of the school and said, did you open the account over there across the street? I looked at him and said, what the hell are you talking about? Now this is in the late 80s. I was into heavy metal, had a real long like Sebastian Bach type hair and dressed primarily like Axl Rose. In my area of Columbus, Ohio, people into heavy metal music was nothing unusual However, there were not a lot of us that our parents would let get away with that super long-haired look. I just got blessed with uh, with good parents. Most got blessed with mullets, especially <laughs> extremely long bangs. But I was one of the few, and, mo- and most just wore a rock and roll t-shirt as I basically looked like I should have been in an album cover. I stood out a little, I guess is what I'm trying to get at, for the age and area. So anyway, this guy very adamantly once again insisted that he, what he saw was me walking into this bank, which at the time I would have never even thought about having a bank account, and claimed that the person walking in was wearing a shirt with my name on it even. <laughs> that, that's kind of a weird detail. Yeah. What? It's just like a Cambogs just in written what, on the shirt. In what context? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> it's just a label. I don't know. Which, which struck me as odd because in middle school, my mother had bought... Okay, so this is it. With, in middle school, my mother uh, bought me a shirt which had my first name on it, but I didn't wear it for a few years by this time because one, it would not fit, and two, I kind of thought it was cheesy. So I only wore it a couple of times to make her happy with it. I can't imagine why this person, with, uh, why this person would lie as there was nothing to gain from what he was saying. But at the same time, uh, I can't ex- believe that he actually saw this. I've always heard in life that everyone has a twin and I've seen it a few times, but nothing exactly and never so close, especially not to ever pop up again. Yeah, we've also on the like those Reddit posts of like I sound I fought my twin at the baseball game and it's two dudes or two girls who look relatively similar. Right. A little weird side note that my mother told me when she was pregnant. Now, granted, technology not being what it is today back in 1971 and 1972, that the doctor swore up and down they heard two heartbeats in the womb. But I ended up being an only child and they attributed that extra heartbeat sound to a heart murmur, which I supposedly later grew out of. I don't know. That can't happen. My brother had that. Uh, He had a heart murmur that we had to check in every single year until he was like 16. uh, And then it was small enough where it was not detectable. I have no explanation for either one of these, but I don't know. Maybe holes in dimensions or somewhere along those theories are. Maybe I exist somewhere else at the same time. These are all great ideas, but once again, nothing can be proven. But the last story, just doing a little paranormal note, sorry this is so long, but there used to be an old farmhouse by where my mother lived in, or, uh, in Orient, Ohio, that was abandoned and people called it the Johnson House just because that was the name of the last family of the, uh, who lived there on, or owned the property. The same, um, what is this? Oh, same time era, young kids, first cars, sex, drugs, rock and roll, you know, the typical kid shit, however, at the time uh, of this, we were sober. So they're basically saying they used the barn house to party as kids. This house was no stranger to being partied in by appearance, no windows, lots of graffiti, what have you. I don't believe we ever went in there before this because we wouldn't go uh, until it was broad daylight, like noonish, because of all the rumors that this place was being haunted, a place of satanic ritual, you know, the good stuff. Just to add to the creepiness of the area, within five miles, there was an old graveyard that I've personally been to with tombstones there from our early 1800s or so. Old that uh, They were old that they didn't even have names on them anymore. And in an adjacent field to the cemetery where even I saw Cairn stone piles there with my own eyes. Just a creepy little part of the countryside altogether. So anyways, we pull up in our cars in the broad daylight. It was like six to eight of us approximately. I don't remember how many exactly. And we parked about 20 feet from the big barn, uh, barn like shed area and about 40 feet away from the house. Everybody goes towards the shed first, except for me and my buddy of mine. We're still standing by the front car facing the shed barn. And in the front of my car with just the backs, uh, with our backs to the house. A lot of run on sentences here. I'm doing my best. Bear with me. It's all good. There's there's nothing like paved driveway. It ended abruptly into the dirt from gravel. So we're basically just parked on uh, on like dirt with the dead field of grown up, whatever grass, weeds, hay looking like shit around everything. All of a sudden, my buddy and I feel this thud on the on the ground immediately behind us. And we turn around and see a brick rolling on the ground. What? We immediately look at the house and the only thing on it that is brick is the chimney. Immediately, you would think that the falling brick bounces off the roof. This is like 50 feet away. And the pitch of the roof, we uh, would have made it so the brick would maybe drop 15 feet away from the house. I wish I had just like a diagram of this. That'd be cool. I have a picture of it. Yeah. 
We immediately called the rest of the group, which are still in the shed close to, to no one is missing. And we all go in the house rather rapidly looking for somebody else on the property, but no one was around. Does it mean anything? I don't know, but it's just my experience, but I have heard in paranormal stories and whatnot uh, of things being thrown. I really have no backstory on this place or anything like that. So just wanted to share my experiences of my lookalike and the ghost. Uh, keep up the great work. We love the podcast. Hmm. There you go. A boy with a doppelganger who opened a bank account form and then a ghost or a brick. That's just not something that you can just let lie. <laughs> just like a good <laughs> doppelganger opening a bank account for you. You know what I mean? Like if this happened to me, I would be like on the phone with the FBI. I would be like tracking this down. Like I would be like, <laughs> here's the footage. Like I have the footage of the guy walking into the bank. If he went into a bank. Yeah, there were cameras in the 80s in the bank, right? There should be. Yes, of course. Yeah. Like a security <laughs> camera is like, that's what like, I feel like they were invented for banks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, that's it for the chill minis, everybody. Thank you so much for the articles and the stories. We'll be back next week with the next episode. We're going to go away for a little while and go take our nap until the next episode Ooh, is ready to is be recorded. Is that how we operate? We just go into hibernation until next time? That's I'm like, uh, <laughs> I'm like, uh, what do you call him? The, the winter soldier. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> just for whenever the chill iPod, we're just going to activate. Yeah. yeah. yeah whenever, I go to, whenever I go to sleep, they just plug me right into like, like 8chan. Ancient. <laughs> that's not where I want to be plugged into, man. If I'm going, I into don't slumber. either. But it's the only place I've I've you I've I've you I've done an episode on every mystery that exists on the internet already. So I have to go deeper. They're all done. You got all of them. Yeah, I have to go deeper. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, while you go mine eight chan for stories, we're gonna go and do other things. Thank you guys so much for listening. Bless. We love you. Thank Bless. you for the support on Patreon, and we'll see you next week. Bless. Bye. Bye.